Hey guys, I hope you are having an awesome start to your day or end of your day whenever you're listening to this or watching this. It's kind of um, all-inclusive because we're doing a video podcast now so you can listen and watch at the same time. But however you're uh, consuming the content, hope your day is going amazing. We have a really good episode for you. So if you're one of those people who is like, ah, email that's dead, what I'm telling you is that it is not dead. It has the highest ROI in your business. You're going to find out more about that later. But um, in this episode, we're going to unpack three things to help you increase your email open rates. We're talking about why your sender name on the emails that you send out are so important, how to improve your subject lines, it's actually easier than you think, and how you should be segmenting your audience so that it's a catered and customized message for your audience. So all of this and more, jump into the episode, and you're going to enjoy it. This is The Marketing Natives providing actionable ways to grow, improve, and succeed in your business. And now, your hosts, Christian and Aaron. One of the first things that I initially notice when I receive an email is usually the name or who is it from. What do you mean? Like, oh, this is from Joe at Jurassic Park. Right. Um, should be kind of cool. <laughs> so instinctively we, yeah, we take typically look at that name first and then probably the subject line, um, or vice versa. But those two things are obviously some of the most important things. Um, but when it comes to the name, um, I think there's opportunity for brands and companies to do something a little bit different. And I think recently, I would say recently in the past few years, two, three years, We've seen more of Christian from their branding mm-hmm. or Aaron from Best Buy uh, sending you an email versus just Best Buy or Bit Branding. Right. Or hello. Coming through. Yeah. Or, uh, yeah. So if there's any room for improvement or, or a smaller tidbit on how to increase that open rate, I would say pay attention to your, your sen- the sender name, right? Mm-hmm. And who is, it, who is it coming from? Um, I think that that plays a huge role, especially if you make it seem more of a this is a real person mm-hmm. behind this email. And maybe at the end of the email, you actually sign it by that same person, cat from whatever else. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is cat from whatever else. Include, include the image of that person. Mm-hmm. Um, you create a more of a personal connection um, with your subscribers um, instead of just hiding behind this logo or brand or, or whatnot. I think um, it's interesting. So, like the sending providers, like Active Campaign, Mailchimp, whatever, they actually prefer that as well. Like that's one of the things that they say. But I'm just thinking of like a brand that is actually trying to be bigger than they are. When their advantage is that they should use like, "Hi, my name's Becky, and I own this clothing boutique." Like you're better off, Becky, saying it's from you than it is to say like, um, "Becky's boutique signed the boutique team." Like that doesn't. Um, actually help you it actually hurts you to your point like um, so that helps with the open rate I think too like who it's coming from so it's like oh this is actually from Becky and she wrote it even if she didn't but that helps with the open rate but it also helps with like I think the follow-through on it too so it's like you get them to open it um, which is what this episode's about but now the next step is like what do you want them to do afterwards and it's like if it's coming from Becky and I feel like it's personalized now I'm like okay awesome like let me check this out I don't know Maybe that's something we do for ours too. It's like, hey guys, just so everybody knows, like the weekly bit, we alternate because right now we do we, but like it could be like, oh, Aaron's giving an update this week or Christian's giving an update this week. I don't, I don't know. 
I don't know if there's a right or wrong answer for that, but um, or maybe down at the bottom we put like Aaron and Christian, put like parentheses. This week was done by Aaron, or like next week will be Christian. Be on the lookout; he's going to tell you about this. Like you know, maybe that's something that we could try. Yeah, yeah. I know on our on our name, I think we use, and I'm talking about the name that comes through on mm-hmm. that preview. It says Aaron and Christian. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. It might be better to have Aaron Pearson. You know, someone might be more inclined to, oh, I got an email from Aaron. Like, let me check this out. Hmm. Versus like Aaron and Christian, you kind of automatically associate, okay, this may be like the newsletter or whatever. Yeah. Um, And you rarely see that, you know, Cindy and whatever. Well, there's (laughs) those marketing guys from the UK. They do it. Um, Oh, Andrew and Pete? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So I, I think that like if we at least put our names, it's better than... So maybe it's not the best part of it, but I don't think that it should change to like just my name or just your name on that part of it. Like I think it's, if you look at our videos or even the podcast or anything like that, it's very much a like it's a duo type thing. So I think it also kind of depends on the brain, but the fact that we at least put Aaron and Christian as like the name that comes across, that's at least better than just saying, it's from BitBraining, hello, a BitBraining. Right. Like, yep. so I think that, but then the, uh, the actual name matters too. So like, uh, instead of hello at bitbranding.co, like we could do it from one of our emails and that may be better. Um, even though it says it's from Aaron and Christian, it could be from one of our emails because I think the info and hello is kind of like, that's kind of a tougher one too to mm-hmm. kind of send, but I don't know. That's some something to think about, but good point. Um, and then obviously, I mean, I talked about the, the sender's name, but I would say one of the most probably the most important one would be the subject line and making sure that that subject line one, it's succinct. (laughs) So you don't have a lot of words and different things in there. Um, I think the ideal is like, you know, six to 10 words, maybe around 97, 70, 90 characters. Um, I mean, it gets cut off pretty quickly. Mm -hmm. Uh, It it depends on the device and and the mail app that you're using. Um, But improving the subject line, whether it's by the amount of words, what you're saying, um, either they're personalizing it or not, um, where you have the ability to say like, hey, Aaron, mm-hmm. you know, on the actual subject line. Um, things like that, little things like that would definitely help you increase those open rates. And we're not talking about, I mean, a lot of these things you see companies use all the time. Yeah. So I don't think there's anything new that will dramatically help you increase open rates. But the slight 1% to 2% Mm-hmm. Uh, things that we're mentioning here um, are are still going to going to help. There's no magic pill uh, to make people open your your emails, um, but by you doing some of these things, um, it will incrementally um, help you with that. And I think now, like previously, you used to see like oh, people do like a bunch of numbers that they do like the personalized name or whatever, which works. But I think something else to test from like the subject lines is like keeping it super short and then make it super conversational. Like if I was going to send an email to Christian, like we don't even really send emails anymore because we use ClickUp. But like if we were like in say 2010 going to send something to somebody before even Slack came along, it would have been like, hey, look at this. Or like, hey, I want your opinion. Like question mark. Like it's just, we quit trying to overthink it. I mean, you do need to think about it, but it's just more so like keep it conversational and like a, a subject line that's coming from a real person. I think just the overall tips um, that we have here is like, 
Email should be a personalized conversation that you have with somebody. And the more personalized and like authentic that it makes, that it feels, then the more likely somebody's going to actually open up the email and then to do the next thing. Because it, the more that it feels disingenuous or it, like it feels like it's, I don't know, fake, then it's like, ah, that's just another person who wants to take my money or another person who wants something from me versus, oh, this is my best bud, Chris or John or Frank or whatever. And, you know, he just wants to talk to me about marketing or fishing or whatever else. So um, I think just those small things like that could help with people actually opening the email. Right. Yeah. Um, And it's funny. I mean, yeah, there's (laughs) you read one article and it tells you, oh, your subject line needs to be a, a question. And then you read another article and it's like, oh, yeah, questions, they don't really they don't do work really well. They don't work anymore. Um, so even even some of the things that we're telling you might not work for your industry. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's worth to try and try a few times. And you may try, I don't know, putting a, a question in the subject line, but then you tried it at sending it at 4 o'clock mm-hmm. and it didn't work for you. Okay, maybe next time try send it at 9 a.m. and see yeah. how that, that changes. So I think with anything regarding email, um, sure, it's good to see what's out there and see what's working for other people. But ultimately, it's I mean, it's your audience mm-hmm. and you still have to go and test. You still have to go and see maybe what times are you know the best, you know, maybe what subject line, maybe what sender's name is going to be um, the most important. So I think looking at your analytics, um, it's crucial for you to determine what's actually going to work for, for your business. And if, I feel like once you are getting into that nitty gritty, it allows you to find out um, like, and I think an advantage for people who are listening is that you, if you have a smaller list, like let's say you have less than a thousand people on your list, there's an advantage there because you know, if let's say you get a 1% click, uh, click rate, like on the, you know, who looks at your emails. <laughs> so you can actually have conversation with like, Oh, Becky, like I saw you checked out this email. Like, if you don't mind me asking, like, you know, was this, what was so good about this? Like, did you enjoy it? Um, you can find that, find out, um, but part of that is like once you grow the list, it's also making sure that like, okay, well, Becky doesn't really care about this. She actually cares about these things. Like she actually cares about, um, for example, like for us, like she doesn't care about Shopify apps because she's on WordPress, mm-hmm. but she does care about um, WooCommerce. Okay, great. Well, I'm going to put her on a list that only shows her WooCommerce because the last thing I would want to do is show her something about Shopify because she's just going to stop opening the emails. Um, and I think Pat Flynn said this the best whenever he was like interviewing a, I don't know, it was a camera guy. And his camera guy has a Kodak um, or a Canon, Kodak. Yeah, maybe he had a Canon. He had a Canon and then like a Sony. And he just has a list. It's like, all right, these are all these people who said like, heck yes, I'm Sony, like A7, that's my shot. Like that's what I would like to use. And then all these people who are like Canon, like hands down, coolest camera ever. And he didn't send like when when uh, when Sony came out with something. He didn't send all the Canon people anything about it, even though he probably could have and made a little bit of sales. He sent it to the Sony people, and those people were like, you know, 60 percent open rates, huge click through rates because they're like, this is our community, this is our email. And so I think the tip here is that like you got to cater your emails to your exact audience. So like um, even Christian and I could get on the same email list, but they may talk about like, oh, like. Um, if you're, you know, a huge fan of like, I don't know, 
T-Rexes, you may be more interested in this list. And I'm like, no, no, I care more about raptors. I may open up the emails more about raptors than him. We like dinosaurs. If you send us some dinosaurs, side note, we'll be super happy. But my point <laughs> is to segment your audience and you get a better um, open rate because it's specific. It's personalized. Absolutely. Um, yeah, it goes back to yeah the, that personalization aspect, which in the subject line, sure, you can do things like mentioning their name. Mm -hmm. But when you get down to the nitty gritty of what are they actually interested in, um, then you will definitely receive better open rates because um, you're talking specifically to a set of people. Um, and they've actually told you specifically, these are the things that I'm interested in. Um, and there's a few ways to, you know, to achieve that. You know, you can do it right from the get go. You know, when they sign up on your website, you can have different options that they can just check mark mm -hmm. and say, oh, I'm interested in uh, marketing. I'm interested in Facebook and TikTok and that's it. Mm -hmm. um, then we can actually cater to to those people um, and be more successful. Uh, likewise, just like how Aaron said, uh, you could do it, you know, if you have a smaller a smaller audience and you're sending emails, um, just send them a, a one-off like, hey, what are you actually interested in? What do you want to hear from me? Mm -hmm. What do you want to learn? Um, and that will give you a better idea on what are they looking for uh, from you. Mm -hmm. And I'll guarantee you that your open rates will increase um, from writing things that they're specifically interested in. Hey, local business owners, if you're ready to grow your business online without having to work more in your business and you can spend more time on it, we created a free training on how to attract, qualify, and convert more leads online. It's 38 minutes. It's going to take a little bit of your time, but it's going to have a huge benefit. It's completely free. Make sure you click below in the description, whether you're on Facebook, whether you're on YouTube, whether you're on the podcast, everything's there that you need. Go grab the training now. I think that's something that we need to do too, though. Just thinking out loud is um, like sending that out to everybody. Like uh, everybody should be on the weekly bit because they get a recap of everything. But certain people may be like, hey, on Monday, like, heck yeah, send me an email about the podcast because I found out a statistic today, which is insane, um, especially now, is that 55% of Americans listen to podcasts, which is crazy. So that means like Megan doesn't listen to a podcast, or she could, but you do, and Brandon doesn't listen to one. Actually, she does, and I do. That means, like, in the office, <laughs> like, 55% of people, roughly, thanks Gallup, uh, listen to podcasts. But that being said, it's, like, it's so much better for us to send that email to the people who love podcasts, and then if we have a video that comes out later for Facebook or on YouTube, like, there may be people who are like, yeah, I, I don't listen to podcasts, but I love YouTube videos. I'm going to send it to them and they're going to watch on YouTube or Facebook. So um, I think that's something that we need to do to help with our audience to send more emails to the right people too to segment. But absolutely, that's going to help with the open rates too. Mm -hmm. All right. So thank you guys so much for uh, listening and watching if you're watching on YouTube or Facebook on how to increase your open rates for email. Uh, this is the highest ROI in your business. So if you got this far into the episode and you're like, what? What do you mean? Yes, email is the best way for you to get a return on your investment for marketing. It's better than Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. All of them combined don't equal the same ROI as email. So make sure that you go back through, um, you check the show notes, you look at this and you really focus on like, how can you increase your open rate? Because it will help you grow your business. 
All right, guys, so if this is your first time listening, please make sure that you go over to that button and hit subscribe, whether you're on the podcast or YouTube. We put out content every single week, and it will help you grow your business um, more online and in person. That way you can continue to serve your customers better. And if you've been listening to us for a while, please may leave us an honest late <laughs> wow, leave us an honest rating and review over on Apple Podcasts. The reviews are great. We love those. But if you leave a comment uh, with the review, it will allow us to give you a shout out here. Um, we'd love to shout you out here, but also gives us some feedback on where we should be taking the podcast. Also, just be on the lookout. We've been talking about this for a while. This episode will air sometime, I think, in November or December of 2020. Um, hopefully, new intro, hopefully, new podcast art. Um, so we're going to be ramp- revamping some things uh, for you guys to make the podcast even better. But hope you got a lot out of this, and we'll see you next week on The Marketing Natives. The Marketing Natives podcast is a production of Bit Branding.